Hello, and welcome to a special quick read edition of the Read More podcast, the show that brings readers and writers together. I'm Marva Hinton. Today, I'm meeting virtually with award-winning author Natalia Sylvester from her home in Miami. This is Natalia's third time on the show. She first joined us back in 2018 to discuss her novel, Everyone Knows You Go Home, and in 2020 to chat about her YA novel, Running. She has a new book set to come out in May. Breathe and Count Back from 10 is another YA novel about a Latinx teenage girl with hip dysplasia who longs to be a mermaid at an attraction in Orlando. Natalia, thank you so much for joining us for a quick read. Thank you, Marva. I'm excited to be back. It's been about a year and a half since you were on last. And back then we were all just kind of getting used to living during a pandemic. And now it seems like we're dealing with a new variant every few months. Mm -hmm. How are you doing? And what have you been up to since we last talked? Oh, goodness. Yeah, I can't believe that was a year and a half, um, a year and a half ago. Um, Yeah, I think like so many of us, you know, it's been rough to adjust to um, how long this has been going on. And I know that, you know, we've all dealt with a lot of loss and isolation, um, collective mourning. So yeah, it's, it's been hard. And what's been also strange is yet with everything that life is full of dualities. And so you still manage to find pockets of joy, right? Um, and so one of my joys has been that in 2021, we moved back to Miami. So we, um, we I was in Austin the last time we spoke. And um, my husband and I moved back to Miami. And now we're closer to family, uh, which I think probably was in some ways a result of the pandemic as well. Like it put a lot of things in perspective and we realized we just wanted to be closer to our family. So we're just really happy to be here. Well, Natalia, I am excited to have you back in Miami, and I'm sure it feels good to you to be back home. Um, What can you tell us about your new book? I understand that the subject matter in this one is really close to your heart. Yeah, I I am so excited for this book. I mean, I actually started writing it right around the time the pandemic started. So it was a really strange experience, but um, in so many ways, it's I, I realize it's a book I've been writing my whole life. Um, and by that, I mean that, you know, my main character, Vero, she was born with hip dysplasia. She grew up with um, being in and out of surgeries. And that was very much my experience. And I was writing from that. And, you know, in fact, there were parts of the book that I, that as I was writing, because I have all these journals from all my time, you know, I have every journal I've ever written. I still have all the journals that I, um, that I wrote as a kid. So at one point I started going back to my journals, realizing how many times I was processing uh, what it was like to, you know, to go into surgery, to um, to be a disabled kid, just trying to grow up in the school system that wasn't always full of the kindest kids. <laughs> um, and also just kind of navigating a world in which um, there's a lot of people telling you what you can, should, and can't do with your body. Um, and and you wanting to really take control of that and have a little more say in that. And so um, I'm realizing that I wrote Breathe and Come Back from 10 from kind of a a vulnerable place um, because of some of the difficulties I had growing up with hip dysplasia. But at the same time, um, writing it as an adult and having this new appreciation for all the things that, um, that I can really kind of treasure about um, about my body, about my experiences, um, about the joys that I found, even in like the simplest moments of, um, you know, 
being homeschooled when I was a kid because I had to recover from surgery and things like that. Um, it was a very, very personal topic to write about because, um, you know, I'm realizing when I went back to my journals, I, I kind of have always been processing it, um, even from the time I was a kid to the time as a teenager, even um, as an adult. And it's just a constantly changing thing that I felt that I was finally ready to write about. And in a way, as I wrote this book, I was writing not only to my teenage self, but also to other teens who might be dealing with um, with similar disabilities. And even if not um, specifically hip dysplasia, but just you know what it feels like to to have um, a disability and feel like in some ways your body doesn't literally like doesn't quite fit in, you know. And I say literally because in my case, hip dysplasia is actually a condition in which your joint isn't fitting correctly, um, your hip joint isn't fitting correctly in your body, and so your um, it, it caused for me, for example, some issues with like uh, length discrepancy or scoliosis in, in you know in my back, and so. I look back and realize like there was always this desire to fit in and there was, and, and that was further, um, you know, further reinforced by my experience of being an immigrant. And so in breathing count back from 10, Vero is dealing with a lot of those similar things. Like she's a bilingual, bicultural Latinx immigrant. And, um, and she doesn't really quite know like where can she feel like she really truly belongs. And for her, though, the place that she's always looked is the water and um, the, the tales and the stories that have always inspired her have been those of mermaids um, because of their fluidity, because of um, their beauty and, um, and freedom of movement. You know, a lot of her physical therapy is done in the water. And so she associates this, the water with like being this much more gentle world um, in so many ways <clears throat> than the outside world is to her. And so I just, um, I'm just so excited to share this book and um, it, it just evolved into something that yes, was very deeply rooted in my experiences, but also like Vero is truly her own person and I love her so much. And she, you know, she's experiencing all these things at the same time. Like she's experiencing what it's like to fall in love for the first time. She's experiencing um, what it's like to sadly, um, have to hide that from her parents who are very, very strict um, and who often um, have put a lot of shame on her associated with her sexuality. So she's trying to really discover um, what it means to be someone who has desire and who also wants to be desired and who wants her body to be desired. Um, and so it's just, it's just something, it's just all of those things and I'm just excited. <laughs> Well, it really sounds incredible and I can't wait to read it. I so enjoyed running. Um, I hope you will come back when the new book comes out and we can talk about it in depth. Absolutely. Yeah, I would be happy to. Well, now I just like to talk a little bit about your reading habits and how things have been going uh, in that regard for you. Uh, have you found that your reading habits have changed at all during the pandemic? I don't know that my reading habits changed per se. I do remember at the very beginning of the pandemic, I I sought out like comfort reads. Like, I think one of the first books that I remember reading um, had to do with um, the neurology of dogs and how they love us. <laughs> and uh, it was, it was, yeah, it was like a neurologist who had studied um, 
the brain waves of dogs. And, and I think that, again, it was just my way of reading something that felt kind of fuzzy and unplugged for what was, from what was going on in the world. Um, for me, my reading has always been, um, it's something that nourishes my writing. Like I, I need to feel um, like I'm still immersed in the written word and inspired by it in order for that to nourish my writing. Um, and so I don't, I don't necessarily think my reading habits have changed. I, although I will say there are days when it's very difficult to focus, um, but I don't think that's unique to um, to just to, a to just me and and also to reading. Right? I think a lot of us have um, have experienced just sadly like more anxiety around everything that's going on in the world and our attention and focus and worries being pulled in a, in a lot of different directions. Um, which I think for me, all the more reason that when I find a book that I love and immerse myself in, it's, it, it helps me unplug from all that. Well, what have you been reading lately? So um, one of the last books that I read and loved was um, Laura Taylor Namie's latest book called When We Were Them. And it's just this really beautiful book about um, friendship, really, and, and what happens when you when you lose friendship and when you have like a breakup in your friendship. And I, I think that we don't talk about that enough of how earth shattering that can be um, and heartbreaking it can be, especially when you're a teenager. And so it follows these friends in their senior year as they're about to go off to college. But um, there's a very, very strong rift that comes between them. And the main character has to really kind of go back in time and reflect on the, the many years of their friendship to kind of find um, what went wrong. Like, And, and I think, and, and to me, it was just really beautiful. I love the way that she played with time in it, um, the way that time accumulates and leads us to a present moment. Uh, we so rarely really look back um, and, and have that kind of hindsight and um, insights into where we are in the present. So I really just loved it. It was a beautiful book. Well, it sounds incredible. I would definitely love to pick that one up. Um, Natalia, I just want to thank you so much for coming on to do this quick read with us. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to talking to you again down the line. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You can find out how to win a free copy of either Everyone Knows You Go Home or Running on our website, readmorepodcast.com. And if you like the show, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also support Natalia and the show through buying her books on our site. Please follow us on Twitter at Read More Podcast and like us on Facebook. Join us again in two weeks when our guest will be children's author Alice Faye Duncan for another edition of the show that brings readers and writers together. Until then, I'm Marva Hinton reminding you to read more.